Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. Every week, I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, you can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-826. 8,000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. My South Shore neighbors, you are listening to Talk Real Estate with Boston Connect Real Estate's broker team. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I'm the only person on the team that is here tonight. Um, Sharon and Mary are both um, not in the office right now. They are at appointments. Um, But I have the one, the only, Kristen Howlett. Hello, Kristen. Hello, Melissa. For those of you who do not know who Kristen Howlett is, she is one of our spectacular agents here at Boston Connect Real Estate. And, uh, and we just, we love you. We, we just truly love you. Like sometimes we sit around here and we talk about some of the agents in our office and always in a positive way. But like every time, like either we get off the phone with you or we get an email from you or we just like, we know what we, what you're doing that day. We're always like, you know, we just love Kristen so much. (laughs) You're always like, sometimes you teach us things, which is awesome we we love you know you had gone through our mentoring program and you were sort of new to the business when you joined us um but you've you've sort of taught us things too and and that's the fun part about i think being at boston connect is we're we're no matter how much experience you have in this business we're constantly teaching each other and we're learning from each other and we just we love having you around I love you too. <laughs> um, we are going to have a little bit of a break when uh, traffic comes in, but I do want you to introduce yourself. You have called into our show before, but this is the first time you've been in our studio. My debut. Yeah, your 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 star debut here. Um, now that we have the studio at our office, it's a little bit easier for for us to convince. It's not a lot of pressure. It's very calming. I promise. It's just think of it as we're in the chat room having a conversation with each other. I might have to move my chair around a little bit so I can look at you better. Um, But I want you to introduce yourself to our listeners. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where where you're from, how long you've been in the business, the areas that you service. um, And we just we just want to get to know you. So as Melissa said, my name is Kristen Howlett. I've been at Boston Connect for almost three years. Almost three years. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, time flies when you're time, having fun. Time flies is right. <laughs> and um, I'm from Bridgewater. I live in Bridgewater with my husband, my three kids, my two dogs. 
So I service the South Shore anywhere. I've gone to the Cape. I've gone to Bridgewater. South Shore, South, South Coast, South Cape. Coast. Yeah, I'll go anywhere. You'll go anywhere. 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 You'll I'm help anyone. I'm challenge. I'll help them all. <laughs> Sometimes it is a challenge, but, you know, then you get someone like... Like Joanne. Joanne. She's probably perfect. listening. She might oh, be listening. Hi, Joanne. Joanne's going to get a shout-out. I miss out. you. She's so cute. <laughs> I only met her once, but she was so, she was such a darling. Like, she she's is. just so cute, and I just, I wanted to gobble her up. She was so I cute. I know. Take her Joanne home with me. Joanne is my current my seller buyer. She's stinking adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, makes my job so much easier. Yeah. We actually talked about this property on your uh, on our show before um, you were selling two duplexes side by side, currently both under agreement. Both under agreement. Um, which is awesome. Um, luckily, both both sides know each other. Mm-hmm. Their <laughs> so family, which is exactly be, what we thought. Might be easier uh, to, to know that your neighbors, who your neighbors are before you move in. Um, but just just the you were a little nervous before you listed those I mean it's it's new it's it's selling two duplexes at the same time and and keeping everything um in order but I think that you've done an excellent excellent job and we'll get into how I know those details about how uh how awesome you are with open houses um after we get back um from from the traffic but tonight we are going to be talking about all things open houses talk real estate sponsored by boston connect real estate services on 95.9 watd and we are back you are listening to talk real estate with boston connect real estate's broker team my name is melissa wallace and i have kristen howlett here she is a realtor at boston connect real estate and uh if you have any questions regarding real estate or our topic tonight which is all things open houses you can give us a call at the studio 781-837-4900 or you can go on facebook we're on facebook live so if you like boston connect real estate on facebook you can see our beautiful faces over here we're waving to you hello Um, but if you want to listen to any of our past shows, you can connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, you can go to talkrealestateradio.com. Uh, we're on your podcast app, Spotify, iTunes, all that fun stuff. So you can find us there. You can Google our names or you can Google, um, you know, Talk Real Estate and we'll show up. <laughs> um, don't be nervous. I can tell you that you're crack. nervous. I'm, I'm nervous <laughs> that I'm going to crack up because you crack up. I'm a very expressive person. You I get are, it. I love it. <clears throat> okay, let's get into our topic because I don't know if we're on until 7 or 7.30. Hopefully, uh, you guys will be on know. until 7.30. I have confirmation. Oh. Okay, perfect. So you have us until 7.30, everybody. Awesome. So with that in mind, that. would you want to do your week, uh, your weekly agent spotlight? Um, well, Kristen is our spotlight, so we can... We can well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a rookie to this, and then I had the intro ready to go. <laughs> That's okay, Tim. That's okay. Um, but so Kristen is our agent spotlight. She's also joining me um, tonight on the whole show because I didn't want to talk to myself <laughs> for an hour and 15 minutes. Although I do tend to talk to myself sometimes, but I don't want everybody listening to know that, although I just told you. So, um... But yeah, so Kristen is joining us. She was um, quick to jump on the opportunity, and we sort of put it out there for our agents every week to let them know that they can come on our show. What's ours is theirs, Um, and some agents do take the opportunity. We actually had um, another agent reach out to me today saying, I'd love to be on the show, Um, but we want to highlight, you know, know, one person or one team at a time, um, give everybody the opportunity to sort of get themselves out there and and promote their business. Um, So Kristen, you are joining me tonight. Aren't you excited? Super excited. 
like coffee talk. Yeah. See, it, once you once you get into it, you relax and you, and you get you get used to it. I promise. But um, okay, so we are going to be talking about all things open houses across the board. Whether you're a, a listing agent yourself, or you are um, listing your house and you're a seller, or you're a buyer, we're going to be talking about open house etiquette, how to prepare for the open house, what happens after the open house, what type of open house are you having? There's just so much. We were doing the agenda <laughs> earlier. We were just getting so excited about everything. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's fun when you get excited about the things that you're talking about and you're living, literally, we're, we're living at the open houses. So we're, we're, we're experiencing them. And then Mark came in and we sort of went off on a little tangent. Um, but we were talking about open houses with him too. And, and um, he's great at open houses too. He tends to go with Sharon. Sometimes they, they consider it like a date day. Like go on a date and they sell a house. <laughs> Who wouldn't want that? <laughs> um, so our first section that we're going to be talking about is um, as a listing agent, how do we feel open houses have changed over time? So whether you're new to um, either the business or you're new to selling a home yourself, um, say you've only purchased a house once you were renting before and now you're going to be selling your house, we want to sort of start off the conversation with how open houses have changed over time. I will, full disclosure, I have only been in real estate, um, working in a real estate office for about six years. I've had my license um, for about three years now. Um, Actually, three years because I just renewed it. Um, So I... I obviously don't know firsthand about open houses before my time, um, but based off of conversations that we've had either with Sharon or Donna Bagney, who is another um, listing agent in our office or another agent in our office, rather, um, you know, someone who's been in the business um, longer than we have, you know, we've 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 learned how things have changed over time. Um, it seems as if they've drastically changed. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I think technology has a lot to do with that, um, and we'll we'll sort of um, get into that. So, how we have heard it as before technology really um, became this big thing, um, you know, open houses used to be, you know, the agent showed up, they put a sign out, and they hoped people came. Hundred <laughs> percent. So now with technology, you know. The, we use the internet, we use advertising, you know, that's how we're pushing the open houses. Yes, we still use signs. Yes, we still hope people show up. <laughs> we have balloons now. And... We have balloons. Yeah, we're really big into the balloons. So we do the three balloons, on all three of our colors on each sign. And the more signs, the better. And um, I think when I first started doing open houses, I would put out like five plus signs everywhere. I'd be like, oh, I have to drive down this street and put a sign there. And blah, blah, blah. Now it's like, I have to reel it in a little bit because because that's the dangerous part of it it takes a lot of time plus you're like pulling over to the side of the road and you're running across the street and you're here in your heels and you're like making sure your balloons don't fly away so you're not littering and all of that there's a whole lot to do with the balloons and then you gotta color coordinate i just get a little crazy but yeah god forbid it's windy out oh my god the wind You don't want the wind to knock your balloons out of your hands or knock your sign over. Oh, my gosh. That's the worst because then you hear the the crash, like the thunder (laughs) come down and all your balloons popped and all of your hard work was for nothing. (laughs) So if that happens, 
hopefully it happens at the end <laughs> because you want people to to see all your hard work. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, we take balloons very seriously. So, um, you know, with how well, why don't you start with how you promote some of your open houses? Well, I think too, like we were talking about earlier, I think open houses have become kind of we do all the work up front and then that's our showcase that's like that's kind of like the yeah the big deal Mm -hmm. and what it's turned into is we list it we go live and a lot of agents hold showings until the open house yeah hope that we're going to get a lot of buyers a lot of traffic Mm -hmm. and you know kind of take it from there and yeah, I think that, um, you know, something that we do, we do a lot of like reverse prospecting. So when we get a listing and we put it in MLS and by we, I mean our team, we, um, we, we let, so in MLS, you can see, you know, how many matches quote unquote. So people who, um, fit in the criteria of the listing that you have just put on the market, how many people have, um, had that criteria in their search. So we're letting their agents know, Hey, we're doing an open house this time. Um, in case that they're not in there at all times. Um, it also really is important when you list the property. Um, you know, some agents have, you know, better theories than others about, you know, the, the best day to list it of what the is, week. What is your feeling on that? Really? We, we typically don't like to list something like after Thursday morning, like yeah. we, anything after Thursday afternoon so I or like Friday. Wednesday mor- I like yeah. Wednesday evening. Wednesdays I think are our favorite. Um, especially, you know, if we list a house on Monday, and if it's priced according to sell, it probably won't get through an open house on the weekend. Um, so if we want to do an open house, if the client really does want an open house, we tend to list on Wednesdays. Um, and and also that, that gives us enough time to order the flyers because those need to be done after the fact. Um, we order postcards to let people know um, that that, excuse me, that the house is on the market. Um some agents they go door to door so they they they'll knock on doors um and say hey i just listed you know one two three main street i know you're one of the neighbors just wanted to let you know that we're hosting an open house this sunday 10 to 12 there might be a lot of traffic just sort of setting the expectation for the neighborhood Um, especially if it's a quiet neighborhood, um, and they're not used to a whole lot of traffic. Um, I know I hosted an open house with Sharon, um, last year, I think it was sometime in the summer and, um, very quiet neighborhood, small, narrow streets. And we had tons and tons of cars and groups come through. It was insane. Um, and again, some people might not be expecting that because open houses, they, maybe weren't so popular yeah so because you know agents just sort of showed up and hoped that people would come and you know they put their signs out and stuff which would help people find the house I think that that's you know obviously the reason why we put the signs out um we also do like an open house rider so our signs are for sale signs um if we're hosting an open house we put a rider out there to let everybody know so so everybody driving by will know and a rider would be open house yeah. 12 to 2. Yeah. Sunday, 12 to 2, um, you know, or whatever. And then we obviously take that down right after the open house. Um, so we're never, we're never confusing anybody. You don't want to see a open house sign from the following weekend uh, or the okay. previous weekend at on a Monday <laughs> or a Tuesday. It's like, is it this weekend or last weekend? I don't know. <laughs> 
So, um, basically, your feeling is most agents now do these open houses. Um, do you feel that it's more beneficial for the seller to not have to go through being prepared for numerous showings and you're always on? And I think that if the house is priced according to the condition that it's in, it will sell. Uh, if it's priced with condition, location, all that stuff, you know, it the, the property will sell and I think people will come through the open house. Um, but I think the most important part with anybody, um, you know, whether you're a buyer's agent or a seller's agent is communication. You're setting the expectation and letting them know that people will most likely ask to view your home before the open house. It you have the opportunity to accept or deny their showing um, based off of, you know, your personal preference. Um, you know, like you said, you had touched upon it. You know, you could you could hold all showings to the open house and every agent has a different opinion about this. Um, we've done it sometimes. So, you know, sometimes we do um, hold the showings until the open house. It might be because the seller it needs prefers a little that time they or, need a little time yeah. or you know they just they work crazy hours um you know they might work overnights and they sleep during the day and they, it just doesn't work for them um and they just want an open house so it really depends on the circumstances um whether or not we we hold showings until the open house but we we tend to not want to do that you know we want to be able to get people in the house and see it um and and you know our, our job is to sell your house we can't sell it if nobody sees it you know so um but going back to you know how um you know advertising and the internet has helped open houses buyers now are using the internet they're using apps their facebook um everything to schedule their open house tours so if you're a buyer out there and you're hooked up with uh, you know a buyer's agent they're most likely put you in mls well hopefully so you can see the market um because that's where you're going to get the the most accurate information rather than zillow or realtor.com um, you want to make sure that you're in mls so multiple listing services um, which is what we use as agents it sort of looks like a dinosaur <laughs> it's not the greatest website to look at but it's the most accurate um, most up to date most yeah. up to date most accurate it's in real time um, so you know that's that's where people are getting that's where buyers are getting their information about where they're gonna go this weekend for open houses um, so it's so readily accessible to them um, that that they can sort of navigate through the open houses on their own and we'll get to the part where you know do you bring a buyer's agent to an open house and stuff like that um and i think agents too, well what i do is i try to look and see what other houses are doing certain times so you yeah. can kind of organize it so that a lot of them now are 10 to 12 11 to 12 30 12 to 2 yeah i think that's really important too so something that we do here is um you know people our agents will submit their open houses to me and i'll create you know an open house review for everybody who follows us on social media um, but i also get the open house numbers um from the agents after the weekend and i send out um like a spreadsheet of everything so everybody can see you know 
it, it has the address, the price point, what time they had the open house and how many um, groups came through. And that way that, you know, if you put a house on the market and it's say it's in the 500s, well, I can now look back and see, okay, Kristen has a property on the market for 500 in the same town. She hosted an open house at this time and this is how many people that came through. So that might be a good time for you to do your open house. Um, so it's it's really important to see what else is out there on the market in the same price range, you know, that is doing an open house. I actually recently just did that because um, we hosted a broker open house last Thursday for our listing at 109 Damon's Point Road in Marshfield. Beautiful, beautiful home. I wish you got an opportunity to see it. It's gorgeous. Um, if you want to look at the pictures, you can go on bostonconnect.com. I know um, the pictures are amazing. Gorgeous house. It, it's like a magazine. Like, mm. we got the photos back. This is why professional photography is beautiful, even though it the house is beautiful in person, too. It, it just looked like a magazine cover. And we don't typically do interior photos as like our main photo mm. for all of our advertising, but th- these, the house is gorgeous. The photos are gorgeous. Anyways, we, we did a broker open house, which is, you know, something that listing agents will do. Um, and we'll, we had a little, little bit of a debate on, on, on these, but, um, I, the, the price point for, um, for this home is um, 1.395 and so we decided that we were going to be doing a broker open house so I went into MLS and I searched to see what broker open houses were happening in Marshfield on that day there just so happened to be two other broker open houses in the same price range and we were able to um, you know schedule our broker open house during the same time so you know the buyers had an opportunity to visit all three homes um, or the the brokers could um, come and visit too um, so do you want to talk about <laughs> broker open houses sure so um, we were saying whether you would think of it as a preview yeah um, for brokers that so may when, have some when buyers would you, well, what we were talking about earlier is when would you do a broker open house would you do it before you do a, a regular open house on the weekend or would you do it after I think it depends on the listing, but I I would lean towards a broker's open house before mm. showing to the public. Yeah. Because if somebody has a buyer, they may want to preview, and a lot of agents do do that too. You probably see that the people come in and kind of preview it for their clients and see if yeah. it's something that they think they'd be interested in. Um, so do it beforehand, kind of get a little bit of feedback. Yeah. See, I I think. Um, I think people should do a broker open house based off of what their need for it is. So say, you know, if it's, if it's what you just said, then yeah, do it before. Um, but if, you know, the house has been on the market for a couple of weeks, um, you know, you're not getting any showings or any calls on it. Um, and you know that it's priced right. It's a perfect, perfect house. You know, you want to get feedback from, from people. Um, so I think that's why a lot of, agents do a broker open mm-hmm. house is to get the feedback to get the brokers in the house you know to to get constructive sort of not criticism but constructive feedback about the property um you know about the condition about the location price and and all that stuff so i think that that would be the reason why somebody would do it after the open house um but again somebody can do it before i mean i i 
I keep saying this every single time somebody asks me, when should I do my open house? I always say, there's not an exact science. Well, it's funny that you say that because I'm looking at Medford Street and Marshfield. Mm -hmm. Would you think that at a Sunday morning from 10 to 12, there were 45 parties that came through? Yeah. So we listed last week 43 Medford Street and Marshfield. Um, It was listed for 525 and um, Sharon and Mark for their date day they did an open house from 10 to 12 and they had 45 groups come through we got multiple offers on it we actually accepted one last night Um, and I mean that's something that we sort of expected Mm -hmm. Um, did we expect 45 groups probably not but it's a it's a great house but that's not a typical time really for an open house you would think yeah you know the old two to four yeah one to three afternoon. Yeah. Well, every time somebody asks me, I always say it's not an exact science. Uh, truly, you know, if if people want to see the house, they come and see the house. And they're gonna make every effort. They're to gonna do make so. the effort. Um. So speaking of making the effort to see it, another um sort of open house that agents can do is a commuter open house. So I think that doing a commuter open house before a regular open house might be a good idea too. Mm-hmm. Um. The reason why people do commuter open houses is because, um, you know, typically buyers have jobs and they're working. Um, they may be working during the day and they might not be able to set up a showing. Um, you know, sellers might not want showings at nighttime, so they might stop showings at like six o'clock and they might get out at six or they get out at five and they can't get home in time and you get the kids and mm-hmm. blah, 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 on and on and on. It might just not work. So that's why I think a lot of people come to the open house because um, they're not able to get it to get into the house um, during the week, whether it's scheduling wise or, you know, there's no showings. But I think a commuter open house. So is a it great typically way. it would be like 530 to 7. Yeah. I mean, I've seen everything. So I've seen like four to six. Mm-hmm. Like we've done that before five to seven, you know, six to eight. We've done those before, um, you know, in, in commuter open houses tend to have like you know little snacks too and sometimes they have wine or um they have raffles a lot of the times you know broker open houses and um commuter open houses they'll have like some sort of an incentive for people to come um and and you know we've done that actually with our regular open houses too so something that i think has changed over time with open houses that agents are really trying to get creative with bringing people into their open houses. Um, I know you have a story about your listing that you had down the Cape. Um, what was it that you guys were trying to coordinate so down there? So one of the agents, it was a Cape agent um, in Sagamore had called and asked if I wanted to do sort of like, I would think of it like a train. Mm-hmm. They did, there were like six, um, step by step and we had flyers drawn up and um it it was very interesting and in a all the agents were working together they were all in similar price ranges similar styles so the buyers were able to go to one then the other then Mm -hmm. the other then the other Mm -hmm. and we kind of you know took care of it that way yeah something that we have done as a team um and we try to do every year now is um 
you know, for our open houses. So say it's, um, we've done this for a Super Bowl. So we have like a Super Bowl party. Um, you know, if we're doing an open house that Sunday, we, you know, have like, you know, hopefully, and usually the Patriots are in the Super Bowl. So we have like Super Bowl, you know, cups and, um, you know, party favors and all this stuff. And we're giving things away. We've given away, um, the what am I thinking the dog the, the dog yep. not the collars but the yeah. um, dog bandanas yep. so we had like you know bring your dog to our open house because we were doing the new construction um over at Copperwood we've done this a couple times um and you know somebody local had made um us some dog um, bandanas were so that were patriots and we were able to give them away at our open houses you know giving away you know Patriots beads and all this stuff where, you know, we're trying to get people to come in. So we're like, come to our Super Bowl party. We've done St. Patrick's Day, like anything that's sort of near the time um, that we are doing an open house. We try to do that. We also have the Patriots game on if we're hosting an open house during it. So if somebody, you know, is if somebody's being dragged to the open house and all they want to do is watch the game, then, you know, come on by to our open house. We got it on, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? So these are types of things that we try to do to get people to come into our open houses. Um, and we promote these heavily. Um, we're all over social media. Yeah. We're trying to get more exposure for our clients. You know, we're trying to incentivize people to come to our open houses and, um, and to, to sell the house. Um, hey, if I could throw a Super Bowl party and it sells a house, I will do it. I will do it. Me too. <laughs> so, but we've done a lot of a lot of stuff like that. Um, so typically, the the open houses now are commuter open houses, and also Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, this is some, well, this is something that we do every weekend for our developments, Copperwood Circle and Bristol Estates. Is we do every Saturday and Sunday, ten to twelve. Um, I know Marion Trask just put on a, a property in Wilmington and she did Saturday and Sunday and she made a weekend of it with her husband. Yep. Yep. Um, so she, you know, her husband helped her at the open houses and they had a ton of people. So she how did. did. She, she had, have? yeah, she had, um, 37. Yeah. On Saturday and 25 on Sunday. Yeah. So that's on the market for 525. It's 24 Swain Road in Wilmington. Um, And she did Saturday and Sunday, 12 to 2. I think she ended up doing it earlier, too, and maybe staying later. Um, But she had 37 groups and then 25. I mean, that's insane. It is insane. It's insane. So something that I've noticed since the beginning of the year, and I know I've said this before on the show, is the amount of people I have coming through my open houses is crazy. We like to the point where we might need multiple people at our open houses now because you just you got to keep track of everybody. Um, And we'll get into like open house etiquette, too. Um, We do have some time. So tonight we're we're on until 730. Yes, you have myself, Melissa Wallace. I almost call myself Sharon McNamara. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. I caught myself. (laughs) And I have Kristen Howlett, realtor at Boston Connect Real Estate. Um, You are listening to Talk Real Estate. And if you have any questions, give us a call at the studio, 781-837-4900. Or you can go on Facebook. Hi, we're waving. Every time I say Facebook, I'm like, hi. (laughs) And um, you can see us. We're on Facebook Live on Boston Connect Real Estate. and uh, all right, so going on. So, yeah, so we talked about, you know, as a listing agent, these are the types of things that we prepare for them. Um, you know, we market them and the whole the whole shebang. So um, 
So the next section we have is what do you tell your sellers to do to prepare for the open house? So sellers. What do you think is the most important thing? Yeah. Clean. 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 Declutter. Clean and declutter. And if you don't want to clean, because let's face it, not everybody loves to clean. (laughs) Hire someone to clean. Yes. Yes. Just pay them. It'll be the best. Hundred dollars? With I mean, how much could it be? Hundred? Maybe a little bit more, but Maybe a little I bit think more. it's worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, like your baseboards, everything. Things that you don't think about cleaning, a buyer is gonna come in here and they're gonna look at that. Yeah. It's gonna be the first thing that they see. I go to open houses. I will admit, with a little bucket with like stainless steel cleaner, <laughs> I've cleaned toilets. I've. It's just me. I know Sharon or maybe Mary. I forget who it was. Has cleaned a litter box. Yeah. Like you just clean things. Yeah. You clean up. You make sure that everything is tidy. Um. You know, obviously we are responsible for our model homes at Copperwood in Bristol, and we just. I'm in there. I want to get there early because, you know, if somebody came through during the week and, you know, um, it's a construction site. There, yeah. I mean, there's dirt. So if somebody came in and you put the floor, got some dirt on it, I'm in there. I'm mm-hmm. making sure there's no dirt on the floor. Everything is shiny, uh, you know, and I'm, we do have professional cleaners that come in there. So every time I see it, a little, it needs a little, little loving. I always say, Hey, we need a cleaner there this week. <laughs> so if the sellers don't, if they don't want to hire someone to clean, they, have to clean you have to make sure that it looks good and and prepare yourself to do it ahead of time like we were saying yes you know if you're if your open house is from 12 to 1 30 plan to be out of the house by 11 yes not five minutes before because selling your house is super stressful anyways yeah don't stress yourself. that's why you hire somebody a professional to sell your house for you Mm -hmm. you know it's not against the law for you to be there at the open house but I think that's super super important because you want buyers to feel comfortable walking through your house um it's the same goes for a home inspection you know you don't really want to be there (laughs) during it because a you don't want to hear everything that they're saying and and b it's just you want to make sure that everybody is comfortable you know and we're not saying that sellers make everything uncomfortable, but you know, you should be out of the house. You know, this is the time for us to work our magic. We're, we're here to do a job. And, um, and I think that it's super important to sort of, um, you know, make sure you're out of the house and make sure you're, you're, if you have a dog, yeah, pets, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you have, you know, a skittish cat or something and you're concerned that it might get out, just scoop it up. bring it it to yeah take it with you you know go to a friend's house you Mm -hmm. can even go to a neighbor's house if you really want to know how many people came through although your agent should be telling you um you know as we were saying earlier too if your house is it's priced accordingly and condition and location Mm -hmm. chances are you're going to have a great open house and you might even have some showings after that so yeah plan to be well there's not a whole lot on the market so I think that's another factor is why of why we are seeing so many people come through our open houses is because there the inventory is very low, you know. So you you we are seeing multiple offers. We are seeing multiple offers over asking. We're we're seeing you know buyers essentially losing out on a lot of houses before they get one because the inventory is so mm-hmm. low. Um, so again, you know. This is why it's important to host open houses um, and continue to host open houses, even if your house has been on the market for a while, because it just takes one. It just takes one person to walk through your house and say, this is it. Mm -hmm. This is what I want. I'm going to put in an offer. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And then it takes you to accept it if you like it. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think cleaning and decluttering is very important. In the wintertime, clearing the snow and the ice, very, very important. You want people to be able to walk up to your house. You don't want any dangerous conditions. Um, you make want sure the icicles. Peel. Yeah, make sure the icicles are all off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't want anything. That's one of my fears in the wintertime <laughs> is that an icicle is going to come down and kill me. And then it's going to melt away and no one's going to know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's like why I'm afraid of going into the ocean because I think you know it's just a whale's gonna come right up scoop me up and that's it just right off into the sunset and no one will know oh my gosh no one will know where where I oh went or who God, ate me Melissa. um yeah so um clearing the snow and the ice we are very strong uh we strongly advise our agents not to do these types of things at um, at our listings, it's, the liability is just too high um, to to remove the snow and the ice. Um, it, it is the seller's responsibility. Um, you should you should make your home safe for people to to come through because you're trying to sell it to them. Um, so I think that's super important. Uh, but it's all about the first impressions, both inside and out. And you want you want somebody to pull up and get can't, and not be able to get out of the car fast enough to yeah. get inside to see it and, do, and they don't want to drive away they don't want to drive move away a, they want to move it right there tomorrow with you mm-hmm. <laughs> right so with that being said i think we have to talk about um sometimes ha- houses have distinct smells oh yes yes we actually did a whole show about our the five senses <laughs> And if you want to listen to that, you can go to talkrealestateradio.com and you can listen to that show because we did do, I think last year it was, um, we did a whole show about the five senses and how you use your five senses to list a house, sell a house, buy a house, all that stuff. Um, and, and one of them is smell. You know, you don't want to walk into a house and have it smell like cigarettes, especially if you don't smoke cigarettes or you're not used to the smell. Those that, who do smoke, and don't you think don't that think when that you when you smell. live in that house, you kind of grow accustomed yeah. to the smell. You you grow accustomed to it, and it it's not just that you know smoke smell. It's you know pet odor. Mm-hmm. It's you know just 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 odor odor odor. <laughs> so even though you may think that your house does not have a distinct odor, <laughs> maybe when you um, book your house cleaner, go to Bath and Body Works and get some wallflowers, plug them in. <laughs> sporadically around the house because the worst it's gonna people will walk in and say oh it smells so nice although although yeah I did have um Marianne will attest to this we did have somebody who came in to Warren and I had sprayed some yummy mango aroma mm. but oh, she yeah, had yeah, an I allergy <laughs> so you don't also want to overdo it yeah you don't want to overdo it try to do like sort of is there a such thing as a neutral smell i think so yeah. or just a clean pleasant just a clean yeah like clean linen yeah that's a that's a fragrance. what about the old baking cookies yeah idea we brought that up in the show you know baking cookies or brownies or something but you also don't want it to appear that you're masking the smell like really you should eliminate the odor you should eliminate it you know get rid of the odor yeah, not just mask it because there's nothing worse than smelling the odor through the nice odor. Yeah. I know. That's a whole nother I, show. I know. That's a whole <laughs> other show. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we, we definitely, um, 
definitely use our senses when we are going through a house. Smell is very, and and people don't hide the fact that they think something smells too. Oh, <laughs> they oh. will walk right into the house and be like, "What's that?" But it smells like smoke, or it smells like cat or dog mm-hmm. or something like wet dog. Oh my gosh, yeah. I can't even. Don't get me started. Yeah, yeah, but but I would love to walk into a house and say, "Hmm, it smells like Christmas cookie." Yeah. Or, you know, something. I like that candle from Inky Candle. Christmas. So, candle. so clean. Clean. <laughs> clean surfaces and clean the air. Because let's face it, um, your, your, your main goal is to sell your house. Yeah. In the quickest yeah. time frame. For the for most, the most amount, amount of money. money. And the only way you're going to do that is by making it look nice and opening it up. And people, they are going to look in your cabinet they are it's just human nature they're They're not not being nosy yeah they're not just selling what they can see with the eye they're 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 not just buying what they can see with the eye they are buying what they can touch too so they're touching the countertops they're opening drawers they're opening closets they need to know what the storage is like there you know that might be a factor a factor to them about your agent can help you with all that your agent should be telling you all this stuff too you should be having conversations before mm-hmm. all of this and you shouldn't well that goes into my next part is you your agent should be setting the expectations so we always set the expectations with our clients um you know we tell them who's o- hosting the open house so we have three people on our team well four people now um five minutes until uh until our little break but um you know now we have four people on our team so we have to let our clients know um you know, who's hosting the open house. Um, this weekend, Sharon was supposed to be hosting an open house. I ended up hosting the open house and we made sure that the client knew that just so, you know, they didn't, not that it matters, Mm -hmm. you know, but, um, we just didn't want them to be surprised. Oh, I thought Sharon was supposed to be here. No, it's me. You know, so we, we set the expectation, um, you know, setting the expectation of a frame as well, but that may, that may fluctuate. So we might be doing an open house from 10 to 12, but because there's so much traffic and so many people coming through, it might be longer than that. If it is, we tend to let our clients know, especially if we know that they're waiting to come home um, and they want to come home, we let them know, hey, we just had a couple more groups coming through, you know, whether it's they don't know what time frame it was or they're walking by, you know, one day at the duplex, I helped, you know, you at your open house, you know, you really needed two people to sort of bring people back and forth from each unit. Um, and, you know, we ended up staying past past the time. We were taking all of our signs down and two yeah. women were walking and wanted to come in and look at it. Yeah. So, you know, signs are really big. You know, when you have the signs out with the with the balloons, you know, you want it to be visible for everybody driving by. So whether, um, you know, you're still in the house, this happens a lot to us is, you know, we're still in the house where we might be showing somebody um, it's after the time and your signs are still out there, you know, if it's somebody driving by, they're not going to look up, oh, I wonder when the open house is. Right, it just they, happened they at think Bristol. That, yeah, they mm-hmm. think that the open house is still going on because you have your sign out, which, right. you know, your job is to sell the house. So, of course, we're going to, you know, as long as it's okay with our client that we're, you know, being there later, again, setting the expectation, it might go longer. Um, you know, we want to be able to show it to as many people as possible because that's our job. Our job is to sell the house. Mm-hmm. Um 
you know, setting the expectation of when they're going to receive feedback from the open house, um, whether it's going to be right after I'll call you on my way leaving or, you know, I'll check in with you, you know, Monday morning or the next day or whatever. Always you want to have constant communication. You want to set expectations so nobody's ever disappointed. Um, something that we have been seeing a lot when um, we know that a property is either going to be very busy for their open house or we know that we're going to get multiple offers, um, you know, setting an offer deadline. So usually, um, you know, if we host an open house on Sunday from 10 to 12 and we know that we should be expecting multiple offers, we'll say all offers to be in by Monday at 5 p.m. for clients to review for 24 hours. Um, So, you know, that means, you know, your agent's putting in an offer for you on that property. It should be in by five o'clock the next day. um, And, and, it gives the the seller the opportunity to review these offers. Um, usually with multiple offers, there are offers that look very similar to each other. So, you know, it's, it's very important for the listing agent to explain everything um, and compare everything in the offers with each other um, to, to the seller so they can make the best educated decision possible but offer deadlines are something that we have been seeing um but if someone sets an offer deadline um you know it's sort of a it's sort of taboo and and to, it's and it's um, not really accept an offer before that and not let people <laughs> not let people you know and the, the as we're talking about this it. this isn't always typical it's typical in this market right now yes yes um we are going to take a couple minute break um thank you for listening to talk real estate um we will be back in a few minutes This is Kirk Reed from McNamara Financial. I often get asked, when should I start collecting Social Security? It's not always a quick question to answer, but an important one. If you'd like to have a conversation about your situation, give me a call at 781-834-2010 or check out McNamaraFinancial.com. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. Hello, we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Boston Connect Real Estate's broker team. My name is Melissa Wallace. My team members, Sharon McNamara and Mary Baker, could not be with us tonight. Um, Mary is actually doing a selections meeting for Copperwood. Yay! (laughs) Um, But I am joined tonight by Kristen Howlett. Um, Why don't you reintroduce yourselves to our listeners who might not have heard us um, at at the top of the hour? Last hour. What time <laughs> is it? 6.15. It's uh, 7.04. Wow. I know. Time flies when you're having fun with me, girl. <laughs> so my name is Kristen Hallett. I'm an agent at Boston Connect here in Pembroke, mm-hmm. Massachusetts. Yeah. Where do you service? Uh, South Shore. Anywhere. South Shore. Anywhere. South Coast. South Shore. Oh, yeah. South Coast. <laughs> South Suburban. Anywhere. Anywhere. Boston, you name it. Anywhere, anywhere. in Massachusetts. Anywhere in Massachusetts. Anywhere in Massachusetts. Yes, that is true. And she is one of the best um, here we have. I know we're not allowed to have favorites. 
I don't have any favorites, but if I was to say one of my favorites, it would be Kristen. <laughs> we're so we're, we're very we're very fortunate to have you. Um, so all right, getting back into it. So tonight we're talking about all things. Um, I was gonna say open real estate, house. obviously real estate, open houses. Um, where did we leave off? We left off with um, we're, we're setting still an talking offer about deadline. The sellers, yeah, yeah. The so sellers. setting an offer deadline. Have you seen that a lot? Is setting an yes. offer deadline? Yes. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Um, I think that going back to sometimes it's difficult for us because we have to wear two hats mm-hmm. as the seller's agent and the buyer's agent. Sometimes it's difficult to take one hat off and put the other one on. So as the seller's agent, we want to sell the house mm-hmm. for the seller mm-hmm. in the least amount of time possible for the most amount, amount of money, we can. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm so with that, something to be said about open houses and getting a lot of traffic in there and getting mm-hmm. people in there and getting, you know, the excitement about it and people in there who want to put in offers mm-hmm. um, because that's much better than having to have another week of showings and yeah. having your house be on display mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. taking care of your dogs every time, yeah. like we said. So um, I do think that as the agent, you get the feel, you can feel the feedback as soon as people come in. Yeah. If they're waiting for you, mm-hmm. if they're lined up mm-hmm. before the open house even starts, yeah. you know that it's well, we'll going to be a great one. Well, we'll get into open house etiquette, too. Mm-hmm. But I want to continue with this part a little bit because, um, you know, when it comes to offer deadlines, like this, this is something that has happened to us um, sort of recently is, you know, we didn't set an offer deadline uh, for one of our properties. We knew that we would probably get multiple offers or we would get an offer fairly quickly we did allow showings we ended up getting a very very good offer um a great offer before the even weekend happened and that friday we canceled the open house because um our client accepted the offer it was that great Mm -hmm. and we just they didn't think that you know anything could come in to beat it it's it's already sold um it was a property in pembroke and um and they were great buyers, great sellers, just a great offer, great co-broke. Everything went smoothly in the transaction. It was definitely a gift to have this um, this whole scenario work out. But, you know, be prepared that an open house is canceled. You know, it, it happens because if you don't have an offer deadline and you're allowing showings and the house is, again, priced according, uh, priced right, it it will probably go and, and if you, you and if you, you might have, get a great offer right? um, and if you have those deadlines yeah. you are you're getting the serious yeah people the serious buyers and the offer might say you know obviously the offer has to have a deadline itself um so it's only good until a certain time and it might they the buyer might want the house so badly that they put in their offer that you would be canceling your open house mm-hmm. that that was it like they, you accept their offer, um, and and it happens, you know. So be prepared, you know. You might make your your tour for the weekend, and something like this might happen. Um, you know, you might have to knock that one off the list. <laughs> it's been happening more than not more than yeah. Um, so, and something else that we tell, you know, sellers to prepare for is to expect a lot of foot traffic through the house. Um, you know, we, we try our best, we do our best to clean up, um, before we leave. 
make sure that there's nothing, you know, so we always say like, oh, where's your broom? Where's your, you know, this and this or whatever to make sure that we are able to clean up after everybody that comes through, especially if we're, you know, serving food and, and stuff like that. Um, we want to make sure that we leave the house better than we found it. Um, so, but setting the expectation that, you know, we, we do expect a lot of people to come through. Um, so, you know, be prepared that, you know, a lot of the public are going to be in your house, but we try to make it as safe as possible for everybody. We try to make it as clean as possible for everybody. And we, we like to leave things better than we find it. And we, um, pay careful, close attention to everyone that comes through. Yeah. So, yep. We, we do, we do. Um, something that you do is an open house bin. So can you tell our listeners what you have your clients? Your I have told clients do? my sellers in the past that if you have some stuff that you, you know, medication or things that you don't want out in the public, mm-hmm. along with your little kitty and her <laughs> little travel carrier, um, you can have a bin and you can just put your stuff in the yeah. bin, keep it by the door. That way it's a reminder when you're rushing to get out that you can grab all your yeah. stuff, put it in the bin, throw it in your car, and then take it out. I, and... Yeah, I actually think that that's a great idea because, you know, hopefully you're going to be selling your house soon, so you're going to be packing everything anyways. Um, as somebody who just moved recently, a couple months ago, I was living out of boxes for a while, but I it, I expected that because mm-hmm. I was moving and I wanted to move in a timely fashion, and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't rushing at the end. Um, so I was sort of living out of, a, you know, a couple, my necessities, my, my everyday things. I had already packed those up, but it was accessible to me, so I had those things. So if, you know, for a seller... What, whether it be, you know, the medication, anything that you're uncomfortable leaving. It could be leaving. family photos. Yeah. Things that anything they don't that you're want. uncomfortable yeah. with, and take it with you. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, buy one of those lock boxes or something. Mm-hmm. and Or, like, you know, hide it very, very good, you know. Right. But people are going to be walking through your home. I mean, that's that's how people buy houses. You know, you, not a lot of people buy things sight unseen. <laughs> so. Um, and for the most part, people are very respectful. Yeah. I would, I would say, um, you know, people, if, if they've gone to a lot of open houses, they know what to do and what not to do. So let's get into that part. So attending an open house, um, as a buyer, um, you know, should we start with etiquette? No, let's, let's, let's do with, you know, our plan. So attending so an open we're house take, as we're a buyer. we're putting our new hat on. Yeah, let's put our new hat on. So now we're buyer's agents. Um, does a buyer's agent have to accompany a buyer to an open house? Absolutely not. Oh, and why is that, Kristen? Because most agents will uh, honor offers. Mm-hmm. What I do tell people is uh, you're the buyer. Obviously, you're going to look at your 15 open houses for the weekend. You're mm-hmm. going to prioritize what you want to see, mm-hmm. when you want to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go on your own. I do like going to open houses. I enjoy mm-hmm. house hunting. So, um, yeah. But in the case that I can't or things just don't work out. Um, I always hand my card. Mm-hmm. You can present your card, but there's always a sign in sheet. And most times it will say, are you working with an agent? Yeah. And it's, it's, I, I understand people don't want to be hounded by, you know, agents every time they go into an open house, you know, with putting down their information. If you don't want to put down your information, put down, put down your name. So at least we know what your name is. <laughs> um, even if it's a lie, let's just Call you but something. I think that's important because I think there's a stigma about signing in yeah. to open houses. If, but if you're uncomfortable with signing in and putting your contact information, put your agent's contact information. If you don't have an agent, I don't know. 
don't make something up because we need to <laughs> we need to know these things. One, that was um, Barney Rebel. <laughs> really, really, we know, we know. I that got the joke. <laughs> um, but it's it's not just about like hounding people after the open house. Yeah, I do follow up with the people who say that they're not working with an agent. I I reach out to them directly. Um, you know, I don't hound anybody. I, if you say that you're working with an agent, I reach out to that agent. But mm-hmm. I also, when I reach out to that agent, I like to know what your name is so I can say, Kristen, um, your, your client, Sharon McNamara came through my open house this weekend. Um, you know, please let me know if there's any interest in the property. would love to have a conversation with you if they are, blah, 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 you know, however it is that you follow up with them. Um, so it's important when you're reaching out to the agent where you can say your client, Sharon McNamara, and not, oh, one of your clients came through. Well, their response is going to be like, well, who, what, like well, they might have 10 plus clients. Which one? I, I wasn't told that they were coming to your open house. Like what, you don't know who they are, you know? Um, so it's, it's all, it's very important to, to sign in. Um, I, when we do open houses together, I'm the designated person to have people sign in because I don't let people buy me. (laughs) We had um, a three family in Dorchester, um, I think two winters ago, or maybe even last winter. Yeah, last winter. Um, We were there all day. We had uh, 50 plus groups come through. And it was three stories. We had four or five of us doing the open house. And, um, my, my role in the dead of winter was to stand at the front door with our iPad bundled up and I made sure every single person signed in because not only is it important for us to have your information or your, your agent's information, it's important. It's a safety issue too. Um, God forbid anything happens to you at the property. We need to be able to know, um, especially with the iPad, because we can see when people sign in, the time is stamped. Um, you know, so if something were to happen, we can say, okay, it happened in this time frame. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a safety issue for us too. I mean, it's unfortunate, but the crimes against real estate agents have, um, drastically increased in the past five years. And, um, you know, we, we're trying to be safe too. We need to know who's coming through open houses. We essentially tell people where we're going to be every single weekend, whether we're alone, whether we're alone or with something else, somebody else. Um, we're telling people where we are at, at essentially all times. And, you know, we need to be safe too. Um, Kristen and I are going to be attending a class this Thursday. Um, one of our um, attorneys that we work with, Amy Masper, um, she works at Sherman Law. She is hosting um, a class for us. It's all about realtor safety um, and, and safety at our open houses and with showings. Um, we've yelled at Mary a few times that she has gone and, um, you know, met people at vacant properties at nighttime, and, and it's just not safe. You, you know, we, we unfortunately live in a world where not everything is safe and you know we 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 think it's very important for people to sign in and it's super important to to you know sign in and and if you are working with an agent leave that agent's contact information your agent if you're a buyer and you're using a buyer's agent they should be giving you a handful of their cards so even if you didn't want to sign in just hand just hand the agent your their card Mm -hmm. you know 
What were you gonna say? Do you think that um, it's also the seller? I mean, the seller—it's their house. They—they they should yeah. know who's been in and sign in and and. What I was going to say, too, is in the beginning, kind of the introduction, if I can't be at an open house, I'll call and say, hey, Melissa, I'm Kristen. My client's going to be at your open house on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to let you know. And then it's nice because if I get those calls, yeah. like we did on Warren, I know. And it's it just kind of breaks the ice. Yeah. When, hey, Melissa. It does. You know what? Michelle told me that you were coming. It's so it nice does. to meet yeah, you. I was just going to say that. I, I love when people let me know when their clients are coming by or if – if a buyer directly calls and you know they're not working with an agent, they let me know that they're coming because I'm expecting somebody to come. So when they walk in, they say, "Hi, like my agent retail team, like, hey Kristen, like yeah, your agent so and so, you know, told me that you were gonna be stopping by. Let me know if you have any questions. I'll let you walk around. I won't hover. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, you give people their space, and so it's it's always good. As you know, some agents will reach out because they're concerned that you know they will lose their client, and we never. We never take anybody's yeah, client. No. We just, we don't need to play that game. Yeah. You know, so we don't. The um, other part, the other important part of signing in too is if you're in a situation where there might be multiple offers mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. property is going to go, we need a way to contact you. Yeah. We need to follow up. You know what? If you don't sign in and you loved it, but you weren't quite sure yeah. and then you leave mm-hmm. and then three hours later mm-hmm. you decide, well, you know. Yeah. Let's talk about open house etiquette. So when I say that, I mean, you know, how you sort of walk through the property. So, you know, being respectful of the property, being respectful of the agent. I mean, the agent's there to do a job. They're there to sell the house. Um, you know, they're here to educate you about the house, you know, maybe about the market if you're asking those questions. Um, you know, but respect the property, you know, don't, don't, you know, do anything that you wouldn't necessarily actually don't do the things that you do in your own house at a, at a open house. Um, you know, you, you know, try and also try not to show all your cards. You know, we try to tell some of our clients, you know, if you're going to, my stomach is growling right now. (laughs) Do you hear that? It's like, won't stop. This is embarrassing. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry if you can hear it. Everything. Um, but if you, you know, you don't want to show all your cards, we, you know, we tell our clients, you know, if you're going to go into an open house and we're not with you, don't walk through the door and say, Oh my yeah. God, a poker face. I love this. I can't wait to put it off. And I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. You just go on and on and on. And everybody in the whole house can hear you and everything, you know? So I, we had that happen to us recently. Someone walked through the door and they they were like, oh my gosh, I have to call my agent. I want to put in an offer. While someone's standing there saying, oh yeah, you know, I wanted to put in an offer. You know, so then you have two people stressing out about the other person wanting to put yeah. in the offer. And obviously when you see people, you know, a lot of people at an open house, you know, they're, they're most likely going to be getting an offer. But when you're out there verbally saying, I'm going to put in an offer and I'm going to do this and you're going to, you know, so put on a little bit of a poker face ask the right questions um you're the one who brought that part up when we were talking about this earlier um you know asking ask questions ask, ask questions you know yeah. put on a poker face but ask the right questions that you want to know well our job too you know we'll do the other flip side as the listing agent is we should know one of the best words of advice i'll give her a little shout out is from cindy arpin when i was First, thinking about taking my the course, she said, when you list a house, know everything possible about that house. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's so true. So, you know, a- ask questions. If there's something that you 
want to know about, the, yeah. the agent should know. They yeah. really should know. And if they don't know, they should be able to get back to you with something. Um, yeah. But it, but it is important to... Yeah, that happens to us with, um, like, our new construction. So somebody who might be educated in uh, or, or they're in the trades, they might ask a question that, like, you know, a t- you know, an agent might not realize that, you know, you have to ask that question. So, but once you you know, obviously if you don't know the answer to the question, you say, oh, you know, actually I've never even thought about that or I, I have never asked that question or no one's ever asked me that question before. Let me get that answer for you. Um, so we asked the builder, but now we have that answer. So then we can present it to somebody else yeah. as if like, oh, and this is, you know, but you know, it's all about asking the right questions and, and being educated about the property. All right. So let me ask you a question. Okay. Um, if you're the buyer, uh-huh. do you have to put an offer in with a listing agent? No. But if you I, can. You can. You can. You don't have to. You can. There are some agents out there that, you know, don't want dual agency, which is when you represent both the, the buyer and the seller. Our job when we're doing the open house is we represent the seller. Our our responsibility, our fiduciary responsibility is to the seller. Um, we don't reveal anything that is personal, confidential, financial with anybody that, you know, the seller has told us, um, our, our job is to represent, is to represent the seller. Um, if somebody comes in and says, you know, we want to put in the offer, we want you to write it up. We have to let them know, okay, you can write up the offer with me. Um, but I, my, my responsibility is to the seller. If they agree, the seller agrees, you move forward. Um, sometimes the buyer say, no, I want you to represent me too. That's when you have to have, you know, um, acceptance from both the buyer and the seller that, that you'll be representing both of them and both of their interests. Um, but there are some agents that don't like that, you know, and they, they, um, you know, we have a couple here that, that don't like um, dual agency. So they'll call one of us up and say, hey, I have somebody who came to my open house or had a private showing. They want to put in an offer on my um, listing. Do you mind writing it up for them? Um, and then I think I'd we prefer to do there. that. Yeah. To, to have somebody else write mm-hmm. it up? Yeah, I think it's hard to, I think sometimes it's hard, Mm -hmm. Um, but we were saying in some instances, it might be more beneficial, like we were talking about new construction, Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes with the buyer, it might be, you know, because you guys have all the answers. Yeah, with new construction, we tend to sort of dominate the conversation anyways, just because we we're selling a great product and we're very well educated on, on everything that, that goes into selling a new construction house and, you know, People are usually working with the listing agent to get all of that, you know, sort of streamlined and we're the ones who are talking to the builder and everything. So, you know, we don't mean to, but it just sort of happens naturally that, you know, we sort of um, are, you know, dominating the, the conversation. But um, but we 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 play fair in the sandbox is what Sharon says. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we like to work with people, <laughs> but there are some agents that don't like to do dual agency. Um, but going back to open house etiquette, um, you know, I, I put down, keep your emotions to yourself, <laughs> you know, don't, don't put on a poker face. Don't let everybody know. Um, I think we have about five, five or six minutes left. Um, but you had, you had mentioned something about, um, little children. Oh yes. So be courteous of other guests. So actually at the same house that I talked about earlier with the narrow roads, um, 
they had like a jungle gym in the backyard and my of course job was to have people sign in and give people the whole spiel when they first walk in give them a flyer all that stuff and Sharon was walking around and um, asking answering any questions anybody has we had a lot of people come through the whole entire time at the open house and you know there were a couple families that came through and their children were running around and you know knocking things over and um you know, uh, there, there was a jungle gym in the backyard. So some of them were on the jungle gym and nobody was watching them. And I'm like sweating thinking about it right now because I'm like trying to have a conversation with somebody as I can see all these children, like behind <laughs> them, like I, it's just, you know, just be courteous, <laughs> watch your children. Don't let your children run around. Um, you know, this is somebody's home. They do live there. Um, so, you know, we don't want any accidents. We don't want anybody to get injured or hurt. Um, so, so yeah, the whole time I'm like trying to talk to people and I'm just like staring at the kids like, oh my God, someone please get their child. (laughs) I'm very, um, I'm very, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't have children, so I don't, I don't know what it's like to have a, you know, a child running around like, you know, crazy, but I, I would think that, you know. Please don't. That's <laughs> what don't. I'm trying to get at. You know, <laughs> so just be courteous of everybody around you. You know, um, you just, you sort of, you walk through, you ask the questions and, you know, if you fall in love with it, you fall in love. And, and sometimes people can't hold it in. And you know what, to be honest with you, I love seeing people love the house Me that I met. I do. I really do. Because I also love telling the sellers somebody came through and they absolutely loved it. I would anticipate having an offer from them, um, you know, also setting the expectation when you're giving the feedback. But I, I mean, I love it when people come through and say, Me this too. house. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt you, but um, we yeah. uh, just got a phone call in studio from uh, Sharon. She's uh, calling in from Nashville if you wanted to get, uh, give her a chat. Sure. Okay. Can let me she hear her me up. right now? Uh, putting her up and she's <laughs> on the phone. Hey Sharon, Hello, how lady. are you? Hey. Hi. I just okay? got a chance where... We're okay. We're an hour behind here, and uh, Mackenzie had a few things going on, so I just got a chance to listen to you guys a little bit. You sound so super smart. I said smart today, like, oh, my daughter's so smart, and they're like, oh, my God, your accent. (laughs) I know. I used to get that all the time. (laughs) I know, yeah, but uh, last night was a pretty scary event here for us, so Mackenzie had asked me in November if I would come out here she's presenting at a um, higher education uh, conference and she was teaching a class on empathy today and so I'm here in Nashville and we had that tornado roll in last night in downtown Nashville so uh, pretty scary we stuff. woke up this morning yeah we woke up this morning and I, I saw that and I had uh, Lori Reaney who's a realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate text me is oh. Sharon okay I know she's in Nashville I know Kristen reached out everybody like everybody's horrified like, as soon as I came in yeah. I, I saw Mark how is she <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. How are they? It, it, you know, but thank yeah. God that you're there with, with Mackenzie, though. How scary would that be if if she was there by herself? Yeah. And, you well, know, it was funny because, you know, we're super busy right now, and it wasn't really a good time. And, you know, we have some other stuff going on with the family that I was just like, maybe I should just stay home. And Mark's like, no, you don't want to disappoint her. You should go. So I was like, you're right. We've been planning this forever. So I came, I figured I'll work from the hotel and be with her. So I'm so glad that I was here because I would have been a wreck if I had been home because mm-hmm. the sky, mm-hmm. you guys, was the angriest I have ever seen the sky in my entire life. And you could just see, like, 
it was like red bursts of like red and um, orange and just like it was the, mm. the sirens, the tornado sirens between and the ambulances and the fire engines yeah. and it was scary it's and scary. we didn't know it what to do. Scary. Yeah, the news was yeah. telling us to take cover. It was naming like everything around us. The hotel next to us actually evacuated and wow. we. I looked at Mackenzie and I was like, I don't know. We're on the 25th floor. Do we stay or do we go down? I don't know. And she said, you know what, mom, if oh, we're going to die in this, yep, I would rather that we, I, she goes, I'd rather fall and die than be crushed and die. And people mm-hmm. have not find me for days. So um, yeah. it was pretty scary stuff. That's and um, we hear now like this 22 deaths and counting so um i know the red cross is looking for volunteers here so i was going to try to find one of the shelters and see if they wanted me to pass out water i don't know what i can do i'm not good in these situations <laughs> no you are mm-hmm. perfectly fine and um you, you're, yeah. you're handling it very well mm-hmm. very well yeah. um well i wanted to well, tell you ladies you. that you're doing yeah. an awesome job and i didn't want to break oh, into your last you. minute but i wanted to let you know i am okay <laughs> oh awesome. well, thank you we're thinking about you and Mackenzie okay. we're, we're hoping you guys get home safe alright thank you make sure Kristen gives out all her contact information so she can help everybody <laughs> from South Shore and South Coast alright bye yeah, thank you. did a great job all right, hey, thank, girls, thank you we don't take it all we right. don't have enough time to tell each other we love you I love you so I love you girls love you I love you, <laughs> love you. Uh, right. so in our last few seconds Kristen why don't you tell everybody who's listening um, how they can get in contact with you and give your phone number twice uh, Kay Howlett at bostonconnect.com phone number is 617-448-4896 617-448-4896 perfect and you can go to bostonconnect.com and get all of her contact information there you can get our contact information you can call the office at 781-826-8000 thank you guys so much for listening oh, and thank, thank you Kristen for, for joining me. I had a lot of fun, fun. alright thank you everybody thank you. have a good night